I'm so excited about this episode. Like all episodes, right? I'm always so excited about a new episode. But this episode is the first episode of 2016. And I am now in Indiana. So all of you Hoosier artists out there, connect with me. I want to connect with you. Email me info.ampsconnected at gmail.com. Before I introduce the guest of this episode, I have a few announcements from the flight deck. Aisha Tyler, thank you, thank you. A huge, enormous, colossal, massive thank you from the bottom of my heart for responding to my listener letter. I can't thank you enough because I know how busy you are. I mean, just looking at everything you do, y'all, she's so incredible. She's one of my podcast mentor mentors, actually. She's a the host of Girl on Guy podcast. She's an actress on Criminal Minds and I guess not an actress, but she's also on the talk and whose line is it anyway? She's a comedian. Hilarious. Go connect with her. Aisha, I want to connect with you actually. So I travel. Let's connect. (laughs) You hear it in the background. The amazing Linnell. She was actually the guest on episode two, then known as Kiana Linnell, now known as Just Linnell. Linnell released her EP, her long-awaited EP, Loving Me, today. So you can check it out, go listen, go buy it from her website, linnellmusic.com. I have to wish you all a very merry, prosperous, joyous, peaceful 2016 and years to come. Okay, enough announcements from the flight deck. Eric Allen Smith. Life is so amazing, you guys. Just live it. So I was traveling here. Um, He was traveling home to West Lafayette, Indiana. We connected and he invited me to his home. It was so awesome. He's from here, like I said, now living in Los Angeles. We connected and now you get to connect with him. So you know what to do. Sit back, relax, do what you do, whatever you do while listening to a podcast. And let's get connected. Eric Allen Smith, thank you for having me in your home and welcome to Connected the Podcast. Thank you for having me. So good to be here in my home with you. Thank you. No, thank you for having me. Of course. Here in Indiana. You know, you are the first artist I am connecting with here in Indiana. Oh, 
Hoosier artist. Yes, I know. It's so uh, hard to come by, I feel like. No, there's <laughs> plenty of us in here, I feel like. Really? But, um, yeah, I guess you don't get it as much on the on the coast as you do uh, here in the Midwest, but there are some of us here. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so you're from here? Yeah, I was born in Lafayette, Indiana. Um, I spent 18 years here. Um, and yeah, and then when I was 18, I moved to New York City to go to school for musical theater at a school called the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. Okay. Yeah, they have one in uh, Los Angeles as well. Um, but yeah, I went to the school there for musical theater. It's on the Upper West Side um, at the old Alvin Ailey Studios. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's very cool. It's right next to LaGuardia High School as yes. well. So if you've ever seen the movie Fame. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, it's all about that. So. Yeah, I know two girls. Shout out to Reva Priscilla. Shout out. Yeah. And Erica Flowers. Shout yeah. out. I'm not really familiar with the school, but I know they produce some awesome artists yes some very very prolific prolific artists there yeah Definitely. i wish we had that kind of option here in indiana or lafayette when i was growing up that'd be so nice but we just didn't have those uh facilities here which it would have been so great it would have been just butter <laughs> <laughs> but okay so you told me about undergrad how did you get to undergrad and you didn't have the experience before going to what was it am yeah um amda short it's for short it's amda okay yeah the american musical and dramatic academy um basically i i was acting i started acting in like fourth grade um at the local civic theater here and then um in high school i actually um my aunt and uncle um my uncle's sister told um, her husband is the superintendent for Lafayette Jeff. Um, mm -hmm. And there I went to go see um, a show with them when I was in um, middle school and it was the holiday or I think it was the spring, the spring show. Um, basically they have a great, great choir program mm -hmm. at uh, Jeff. And I was technically supposed to go to a different high school. Um, but since they were the superintendent of the school, they were like, come see a show. We know you're into the arts. We know you're an mm -hmm. actor. We'd love to come see, you know, just come see the show, the mm -hmm. um, spring show. So I went and I was just blown away at the caliber of performances. I was like, are you kidding me? This is in my town. And I didn't know about it. Wow. Um, so yeah, I, and then basically they got me to transfer over to Jeff. So I went to start doing musical. And that's uh, when I started to really get into singing and dancing. Um, and then, yeah, all through there, a lot of people in my high school went on to go to New York and to, um, they, like, a girl went to University of Michigan and went on to be on Broadway, Courtney Wolfson. Hi, Courtney. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so basically I got kind of the bug throughout the entire high school. I was, um, I knew I wanted to be in either, like, musical theater or theater I didn't want to you know negate anything so I went for singing dancing and acting um right after high school I went to New York to do that yeah cool yeah. so what was your first theater experience in fourth grade right yeah uh, that I was in or yeah. that I was watching um that I was in it was at this summer camp um yeah, my aunt and my mom got together and they told me to go to the summer camp um, at the local civic theater because they knew they could see that I was in to acting. So I went to the just, uh, you know, like it was a week, a week and we would go every day. We'd play improv games, a lot of stuff. Now, later in life, I realized that it was 
from Second City, the improv games that we would play down here. Um, so then we would prepare for a show at the end of the week and we would perform the show. I think we all, we wrote the show, we acted in the show, we, you know, we did cool. everything for it. Yeah. And, and this is in fourth grade? This was in fourth grade. It was like a wow. summer camp. Yeah. Yeah. It was super, it was intense. Yeah. It was so much fun though. At that time, you know, when you're so young, you just mm-hmm. want to have fun and you want to play. And right. that's the kind of stuff you don't ever want to lose, you know, mm-hmm. later in life. That's like, hold on to your play spirit. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's was the first thing. And then I think like maybe a few months later I auditioned for Charlotte's web and, uh, yeah, yeah. And I got the gander. So my first thing I ever did, I was, uh, yeah, I was a goose. I was a gander. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. So do you have any siblings? Yes. I have an older brother, uh, my full brother, and then I have a little half sister. So I'm the middle child. Okay. And are they in the arts? Um, actually, my little sister is a little um, artsy. She does uh, clay work. Um, my brother is more into the automobiles and the cars and stuff like that. Cool. So yeah, we're pretty different, me and my mm-hmm. older brother. We're pretty much polar opposites. <laughs> so, okay, after fourth grade, mm-hmm. you went on to high school. Mm-hmm. And were you involved? Obviously, you were. Um, how was it in, in high school? Well, um, it was, it was really intense. Um, it was probably the best, we have one of the best show choirs in the nation. Um, it's Lafayette Jefferson High School, uh, first edition. Um, and all through the late eighties and the nineties, it was really up and coming and they were just groundbreaking for having really, really awesome shows. Mm -hmm. Um, really spectacular sets, really flashy costumes, great vocals, awesome choreography. It was just really picking up. And so I got hold of that. And I wasn't even going to be in the choir program. I was just going to do the acting Hmm. um, and still go to that high school. But then um, I, you know, I went into the into the music program and it was just super intense. It was very time consuming. Um, You couldn't do any winter sports like there was no swimming. You couldn't do anything like that because of um, the time commitment that was for uh, the show choir. We would put on, um, we'd go to competitions at the end of the year and it would be just very, very time consuming and just super intense. I, I even like, now looking back, I even say that, like, gosh, that was so intense. It's so much more prestigious my high school was than mm-hmm. sometimes even my college that I went to. It was very, very, a very great experience. I loved it so much. Um, I kind of just really got into more dancing. Um, I noticed that's when I really started to pick up the dance and stuff like that. And my Mm -hmm. choreographer would um, notice that kind of stuff and put Mm -hmm. me in the front. And I was in the front for, you know, for a long time. So mostly uh, it took me a while to get into the singing part. I was a little more all about my body. And then Mm -hmm. so like trying to get the singing part was just uh, later in life, I guess. Mm -hmm. So as a, a, I'm a singer, Mm -hmm. um, don't know too much about dancing. Mm -hmm. How did you become a dancer? Well, at first there was no technique, technique. Like mm-hmm. I was just, you know, a freshman year of high school. I would just, I moved well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it wasn't until I was like senior year of high school that I took my first ballet class. Um, and luckily for guys, we can start later than girls. Mm-hmm. Um, girls need, you know, they say that you just have to start right away. Um, 
But for me, yeah, I picked up quick. Guys pick it up quick. And so I was in, you know, senior year of high school. I was starting to take my first ballet class. And then um, 18, when I went to college, was when I really started getting into the to the dance aspect of it, um, really getting technically trained in ballet and jazz, um, made it into the dance workshop, which is like the extracurricular activity for mm. dance. Um, yeah, I just, I always moved well. And then once the technique started coming in, I just kind of naturally have a body for dance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, lanky, skinny, yeah. you know. <laughs> what we all <laughs> wish we had. <laughs> it's so hard to gain weight sometimes. I'm like, oh, can I gain some weight? Come no, please. <laughs> on. Look, I've been home for the past six months, mm-hmm. and I told my mom, look, do not feed me anymore. I've gained too much weight. You I can give wish, it to me. <laughs> I wish I could. Just go to Louisiana, I promise. You look fantastic. Oh, thank you. I wish you they just... could see you right now. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> So, okay, you've been in theater since fourth grade. Did you always know you wanted to be an actor? Um, Up until then, I don't think I did. I think I was just coerced into it by my family. Really? They were like, we can tell you would be good at this. Uh You should probably do that. And um, once I did it, I really started getting into it, and it was what I loved to do. Um, And then it wasn't until high school I talked to my mom, and I was like, I think I'm going to go into biology mm-hmm. and she was like really you're gonna do biology after for college and I was like yeah and I you know because you I always knew that you don't make money as an actor and you right. don't oh yeah the celery the celery <laughs> yes that's what I remember <laughs> basically um yeah that's just reminded me um my so Going into high school, um, I wasn't going to be in the choir program, and we were all having a family dinner. I think it was at Christmas time or something like that. Um, and my, I wasn't going to be in the choir program, so my aunt and my mom were both like, "If you, if I eat this celery, my mom hates celery. She's like, if I eat this piece of celery, I'm going. You're going to be in the choir program." And I was mm-hmm. like, uh, "Okay." And she ate the celery, and I was like, oh, "Okay, I'll be in the choir program." Cute. She remembered that. I didn't think she remembered that. That's so funny. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. What was... Oh, yeah. Um, basically, I said about the biology thing is that I wanted to do the biology. My mom was like, you don't really seem like you would be happy with that. And I was like, because I knew what would happen with, you know, I had the, you know, like no one goes and no one makes money from acting or no one, mm-hmm. you know, not that much. If you do, it's, you know, few and far between. So, um you know, that was just it. That was the conversation with her. She was like, oh, you want to be in biology? And I was like, no, not really. And she's like, yeah, I think you would be happier being going into the performing arts. And I was like, okay. So that was that. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, my family's been super supportive. Like, nice. they always are, yeah, they've been, like, really supportive of me. And it's interesting, no one was ever, no one ever sat me down and said, you know, you're going into a business that is really hard and that, you know, you won't work much and if you do that's not the norm you know mm-hmm. um and I'm so glad that they didn't didn't say that to me because I'm realizing that now in life and yeah. it's good you know like they they were always they're always very artists you know artistic too so it helped out that they they didn't like sit me down or like you really want to do this are you sure you want to mm-hmm. do this like you're not going to make any money at this and yeah you know other people have those family members that sit them down and do that but mine were always like go for it do it you know you can yeah. do this so no that's really important to have yeah. older people your family your mom mm-hmm. grandparents aunts, uncles just to say you know what kid you can do it right and because it's not about being a doctor lawyer indian chief mm-hmm. it's about as a matter of fact i was sitting watching 
watching Oprah's Sundays, I think it's Super Soul Sessions, mm-hmm. and um, Brene Brown. Right. Nope, it wasn't Brene. It was Elizabeth Gilbert who said, if you can't find your passion, follow your curiosity. And a lot of times people like you know, are so nervous or so scared about life and, oh, what am I supposed to do with my life? I don't know. And simply just following what you are curious about, mm-hmm. you will find your purpose. And if you have people in your life that are encouraging you to fulfill your or find your curiosity, mm-hmm. usually nine times out of 10, you are fulfilling your purpose. And if you're fulfilling your purpose, you're happy. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's so awesome. Yeah. I think it could work the other way too. If someone is telling you no, that you can't, you know, do this or that you shouldn't be doing this, it maybe gives you more fire. Cause I know actors and dancers that they have the same, you know, they were like my dad or my mom didn't want me to go into this. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of like you have that fire that you're going to prove them wrong or, you're, you know, so. Okay. I must admit, I must <laughs> admit my dad was like, no, you cannot be an entertainment attorney and a singer. And I'm like, what? what? Yes, I can. I mean, I'm not an attorney yet, but mm-hmm. soon enough I will be an Esquire. Exactly. Uh, but I, I, I understand that. So that did fuel your yeah, fire too. It did. Yeah, it, it did. It kind of helps you out because if someone tells you no, you just want to prove them wrong uh, usually. Yeah, I can do what I want to do. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> okay, so moving from Indiana. I mean, I love West Lafayette. It's so nice, so serene, so... Peaceful. Ah, yep, peaceful. Yeah. And you can actually breathe here instead of LA it's like oh my gosh I can't even get a deep breath it's like right when I got on the plane or when I flew back yesterday or whatever it's like oh my Mm -hmm. gosh it's so much clearer here it's so nice well welcome back and you you have me in your home already thank you you're so welcome thank you (laughs) okay so moving from Indiana to the big north south east coast Mm -hmm. how was that it was you know, at the time, I just knew, you know, when you're 18, you're getting out of high school and the Midwest, like, the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. You know, I just knew that everything that I wanted, it wasn't here mm-hmm. in Indiana. There wasn't as many opportunities as there would be in New York. And doing the musical theater thing um, in high school, I knew that New York was the place to go. So I kind of just went with it. And I didn't even care if it was going to be hard, didn't even, you know, mm. I knew it would be, but I didn't really focus on that. Um, and so then when I got to New York, it, you know, it was, it was hard. It was, uh, I was 18. I was in a, the biggest city in America. I was, you know, fresh out of high school. It was just, you know, it's, it was going into school. So if I, I look back and I think if I would have done one or the other, it might've been easier, like mm-hmm. either lived in New York or gone to school. And then I realized I did both. So it made it, you know, harder. But now that I look back on it too, it's like, I'm so glad that I did that because I have the backbone for anything now. Like I can do anything. And they say that it's true. Once you live in New York, you can live anywhere. And it's Mm. so true. Like that place will eat you up and spit you out. And then, you know, not care two bits. Yeah. Not Mm -hmm. really. So it's good. Yeah. It's really good. Um, did you know anyone? I, yeah, I had a couple, um, high school friends that lived out there that went to school. Um, I was a freshman when they were seniors in high school. So then they were out there. Um, and then I had a friend that I was moving with, uh, named Jessica Parthen. Um, she moved with me to, 
uh, New York. She didn't end up finishing the program, um, oh. <laughs> but I stuck it out and I finished mm-hmm. it. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Do you that. know if she's an actress now? Or? She's not. Um, she comes from a very long line of musicians in her family. Um, so she's very just naturally musically talented. Mm-hmm. So she went more for the... Uh, for the singing, uh, the vocal and stuff. Um, okay. She never really got the acting or the dancing too well, <laughs> but she could sing very, very well. So. Oh, well, yeah. hey. Yeah. <laughs> so your experience at AMDA, um, how was it? Because is it just a performing arts school or could you take other classes like biology or English classes or was it just... Mm-hmm. Um, it was just performing. It was just singing, dancing, and acting. Um, it was a two-year school. The one in L.A. is a four-year school where you actually can take the science and math classes and get a degree. Um, but the one in New York is just a two-year school um, where you get a certificate of professionalism at the mm-hmm. end. Um, so, yeah, it was just... It, it was like the movie Fame, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, you just go and you sing and dance all day in class, and That's it was fun. awesome. Yeah, it was fun. It was it was interesting. It was super fun. Um you know, just being thrown into that technical world, like, Mm because coming, you know, here in high school or, you know, most places up until you're 18, if you're just at a regular, unless you go to, like, a hot spot school or whatever for um, that certain art, um, it's just hard to get the technique unless you get the training somewhere else, like dance class or something like that. Mm -hmm. But once I got to New York, it was definitely, like, singing technically and technically trained for dance and so it was um it was hard it was a new world but I was happy I was like 18 I didn't you don't even realize what you're doing I'm just like oh I, yeah I'm here in New York <laughs> and I'm I'm an actor yeah so it was fun though I, it was a lot of a lot of hard training and then some of the stuff too you just leave behind that you don't want to take with you mm-hmm. um yeah. But that must have been like really exciting being in this performing arts school as an actor, being in New York. I mean, you can walk down the street and run into actors or singers at any given moment. Yeah. Did you ever have that experience? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that I've always been like when people kind of go crazy for actors or they get starstruck, I mm-hmm. just kind of, I always think that they're a human being just mm-hmm. like us. So, um, yeah, I just kind of think we're all on the equal pages as, you know, they're superstardom and they make a ton of money at what they do. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool about it. But I would never like, you know, there was one time where I went up to Frances McDormand. Um, she's one of my favorite actresses. I Aww. love her. I love her. Um, I saw her walking when I was walking to school uh, on the Upper West Side. And I just, I never do that. But I went up and talked to her and I said, you crack my shit up. And she's like, well, good. I'm glad I crack your shit up. <laughs> And so it was just so great. Like I, that was one of the only times that I actually, you know, went up and talked to her, um, talked to a famous person, but you know, it seems if you just talk to them like a human being, it's just, you know, mm-hmm. they, they respect that a lot more instead of being like, can I take your picture? Can right. I get your autograph? And, but it was cool. Yeah. It's cool because especially in New York, you get, you just walk out on the street and you get the energy of the, of the city. You don't have to go looking for it. Like it sweeps you away, mm-hmm. um, which is really, really cool. Um, being so young and being in that industry there. It's really awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're kind of famous. Like I said in the beginning, you're on Lifetime. Yeah. I mean, actors dream of being on Lifetime. One of my girls, Toni Braxton, she was on a Lifetime movie. I and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. you're on Lifetime, girl. What movie was she on? Oh my God, don't make me name it. 
And was, she was on a movie? Yeah. And then she had that reality show. Yeah, uh, the Braxtons with uh, her sisters. I love it. Yeah. Um, I cannot remember the name of it, but it's on Lifetime. Okay. Um, and she's like playing a, a church lady. Um, okay. I can't remember. I love Toni Braxton. Uh, she's unbreak like my, my favorite. heart. Yeah, she was such the silent storm. Uh, she's so good. Uh, so, so good. I mean, so you are famous. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> auditioning for that, how did that come about? Um, I uh, got an agent. Uh, well, I had a commercial agent, and I was looking for a theatrical agent, which took like a year and a half, two it's not years. The same. Uh, commercial agent is uh, different than theatrical. Commercial agents just send you out commercially. Um, theatrical agents send you out for television and film. Okay. Um, so basically, I signed with um, a new agent because I was going to these workshops um, trying to get a theatrical agent because I was only going out for commercials, which is fine, but you know, I wanted to do all aspects of the, you know, the world. Um, so basically I got this new agent. She signed me this past summer. Um, and that was the first thing I went on for her, which is so interesting, um, that I booked it, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, it was the first thing I went on and I think maybe I had the mentality that I was like, I want to do a good job. Like I just got this agent. Mm -hmm. I have to do so great. And, um, maybe that helped out. I don't know. I mean, mm -hmm. so it, yeah, it was cool. Um, that was one of the first things that my agent got me. And I booked nice. it. So, yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. So, how is your process preparing for an audition? Um, it's, well, I've been at, okay, until I took this class, uh, it was, I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, like, I knew what I was doing, but it didn't feel grounded. Um, and so, I've been in this class um, for almost four years now. Um, it's called The Imagined Life with Diana Castle. Um, it's in LA, and it's the best class I've ever had ever for acting. Um, basically the process is you agree to, uh, what the writer has written as your own, um, first person imagination. Um, so you sit down and if the first thing it says is the very first thing I did work this way, it said, um, my, I watched my father die. Well, you don't use your personal father because that would not serve the story and it's too small. Um, so I imagined Brad Pitt as my dad. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. Seems like it could be my dad. You know, very fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's basically, I just take what the writer's given and imagine it first person, like it's happening to me. And if it dictates a circumstance or event in the past, I imagine it and create it as my own. Um, and then same with the future. If there's an event, like my hopes and dreams for the future as this characters um, that I would imagine that way too but it's nothing personal I'm not using my personal family or anything like that because it's too small and it doesn't serve the bigger story of humanity um, hmm. I don't know if that makes sense <laughs> I'm just thinking like you know some actors actresses can cry on demand mm. and I've heard like someone will say you know just think of your grandma and she's sick and yeah. but you're saying that you wouldn't think of your grandma my old way of working I would mm -hmm. I would uh, I remember actually at um, in college at AMDA where my teacher was like anything that I my acting teacher was like anything that I think about um, for acting I just use my mom mm -hmm. and I said what about like 
sex or kissing. Um, and right. he said, oh, well, I don't use it for that. And I was like, well, then what you said isn't true. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, yeah, it's not personal at all. It's just... Um, you imagine basically because you know what a mom or a dad is to you so Mm -hmm. it's accepting a mom or dad that isn't like your own um but you know that since someone else is living that life in this world that it's just as important to you as it is it could be just as important to you as it is to that person as well Mm -hmm. and that's the whole um power of empathy um Mm. saying you know that's what is great about humans is that we have that power to empathize and go through exactly what another person is going through. And it's so beautiful. It's Mm. powerful. Um, It's everything, I think. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. Over the summer, I learned the word empath. Mm -hmm. And I believe I'm an empath. Mm -hmm. And just hearing what you're saying and talking to you before we we started connecting... Um, learning that you are also an empath. Yeah. I'm wondering if most actors are also empaths because like you're saying, you have to connect with these people, whether it's Brad Pitt being right. your dad or even thinking of um, Jane Fonda as your grandma. Right. Like you have to almost take in every single emotion so that you can portray this character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You take in, I mean, as my teacher would say, um, you take in the circumstances first. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, I watched my father die. Um, so in agreeing, accepting and agreeing to that, um, then the emotions will come as a byproduct of the circumstances and conditions. Um, yeah. So it's Mm -hmm. basically the crying on cue. Mm -hmm. Um, basically it just, you have to have something to cry about. And that way of working works well. If you think about your grandma, that's like a bandaid that'll, that's great. If you need something that like product right now Mm -hmm. or right on this instant, then that's, that'll be good. You know, use that, use your grandma. But um, when it comes to, you know, really going in deeper to it, uh, the circumstance is the first thing. Like, you know, you can't have sadness without loss first. Mm-hmm. You can't have happiness without gain. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't have anger without dismissal. Mm-hmm. So there's like plot lines and stuff to these emotions. Um, and first things first are what happens before we get emotional. That's mm-hmm. what's super interesting um, hmm. too. So, you know, it is juicy to see the crying and yeah. stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's much more interesting to see, you know, the whole story of yeah. the crying. Like, is How someone, do you get there? Yeah, yeah. It's um, just agree to the circumstances. Say, mm-hmm. I'm a human. I can agree to anything that's human. You know, that'll be what and you know if the writer says like it's all what the writer says it's nothing um arbitrary it says you know the writer gives you ingredients like this is the butter this is the sugar this is the flour mm-hmm. this is specifically what you agree to so mm-hmm. um yeah you mentioned earlier that you took a lot of improv classes mm-hmm. um do you think that helps a lot with acting yeah oh for sure um there's like I feel like there's two different worlds to it there's like the scripted part and then mm-hmm. there's the part that you just make up off the cuff you know um but it's very important it's also good for everyone like 
anyone improv would be good for, like getting yourself out of your own mind, really just getting present and playing and realizing that nothing's wrong about what you say. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, everything's, everything can be used and off the top of your head, it's just as important. Like we're improving right now. It's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like we don't know what we're going to say. Right. So, um, it's very, very interesting. I think it's improv is really good for everyone in every aspect of life. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're at a business, you know, you can learn to work well with your, you know, business partners or anything. Yeah. Um, I uh, graduated from Second City uh, just this pa- like a year ago, um, and it was really fun. It was really awesome. And then I just got accepted into the Groundlings um, oh. in LA, which is going to be more character work, um, a lot more characters. Now you're going to have to explain all of that. But before, mm-hmm. um, how did you get from go from New York to now you're in yeah. LA, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a good question. Um, I was in New York, and I had an opportunity for a theater in Indianapolis called Beef and Boards. Um, It's an equity theater on the um, Upper West Side of the uh, Indianapolis. So I booked that, Mm. and it brought me back to Indiana for... um, I booked the show Cats. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, big dance show, big dance yeah. show. Yeah. Um, so I did that one for a few months here in Indiana, and then um, they offered me contracts pretty much throughout the rest of the year. Um, so I was contracted with them for the rest of the year. Um, and before that, um, I had met my manager at the time in New York. Um, we just randomly met at some bar. Um, and so, I, nice. yeah, yeah, it worked well. Um, but he was stationed in LA and I was in New York. And so then I went and uh, ended up going to Indiana to do the contract. And when I was done with that, I had, you know, it was the beginning of January. So I said, what do I want to do? Do I want to go back to New York? Do I want to stay in LA? Or, I mean, do I want to go to LA for the first time? Um, and basically I thought, you know, my manager's in LA, um, he was representing a girl uh, that was on uh, what was it? Vampire Diaries. Um, yeah, he and he had a couple other clients. Like one was on Desperate Housewives. Um, he had a girl on Two and a Half Men, a reg- nice. like series regulars. Um, so yeah, so I said I'm not getting any younger. L.A. likes young people. Um, I want to try this before I, you know, before I get too old. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, I went out and I was like, I'm just gonna wing it. I hadn't been there. I've only been there once, like in seventh grade, as a family vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I'm just gonna go out there. So I drove across country and went to L.A. And I only knew him my manager at the time. Wow. That's yeah. really brave. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't even, I don't even think about it. Now I think about it. I was like, how am I crazy? You know, I'm just I mean, did you have like a place to stay? Did you scout it out before or you just, I just went, I just went, I, I knew him and I feel like he kind of thought that he was going to have to like take care of me, but mm-hmm. I was like, Nope, you're not going to take care of me. Like, because how old were you at this time? This time I think it was 22, 22. Yeah. Yeah. I was 22. So yeah, it was, I didn't know anyone. I only knew him. I only knew my manager at the time, but I went and I was like, you know, I'm going to do this. Wow. Yeah. I admire people who hit the ground running, knowing that they're going to be an artist Mm -hmm. and they don't look back. Right. I feel, oh, I knew this a while ago. Someone told me, um, my friend Aaron Glick, who was one of the people I knew in New York after, uh, I went there, um, 
we went to high school and stuff together, but he told me, he's like, if you have any doubt in your mind that you want to do this, then you probably shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Um, because especially in the business aspect of it, like, you know, uh, it's just hard, you know, like, and if you have a doubt in your mind, then that could just, you know, lean away from your purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's going to be someone else because, you know, there's a ton of actors. So there's going to be someone else, you know, and it's interesting. I see people all the time that they believe that they deserve, they deserve that part or that they can do this part and they book it, even though there might not be the most talented, they have that Mm -hmm. confidence that just shows like, I deserve it, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what another thing I'm working on. Like, mm-hmm. you know, why not me? You know, I right. have, you know, just as much to give as anybody else. So it's super interesting. I wish I had the audacity as much as some people where I'm like, but you do. Yeah. Yeah. A little, yeah. I'm working on it. You yeah. do. I mean, <laughs> moving you. from the Midwest to the East coast mm-hmm. at 18, then moving all the way to the West coast at 22, mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Some, it could still be worked on, but yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, we can always work on something, right? right? Uh, well, as this life is, yes. So what was your big, your first big gig in LA? My first big gig? Uh, I booked a, I booked a print ad for Newcastle, the okay. beer. Um, it was supposed to go on the back of their trucks mm-hmm. and it never got like I would see the beer trucks around town and I'd be like, Oh, I'm not on there. Cool. Mm-hmm. Good to know. <laughs> it's my first taste. Um, <laughs> of rejection. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, and then the other one I got, uh, was gypsy in Hollywood. I was, uh, I was Tulsa and gypsy, um, okay. which is a great show. I didn't know the show. And then I booked it and I was like, I love the show. And this is totally me. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I did that one in Hollywood. So those were the first two that really, um, set the ball rolling for me in LA. So does that mean you're also a model? Yeah. I think with print and commercial work, it's pretty much like when you get a commercial agent, they pretty much send you out for, you know, like there's some auditions where I'll just stand there and smile where I don't have anything to say. And that's pretty much print work like you'll see in the magazines like for orbits gum Mm. that'll be like a model slash commercial print because for models there's commercial models and then there's high fashion models Mm. so i'm pretty sure that i would be considered a commercial model okay yeah so like had you ever thought about going on america's next top model when they do like the guy versus girl Uh, yeah i think i have thought about that a few times um yeah I don't know. I think that deep down I knew that I wasn't as gorgeous as these oh, guys. Stop which it. thank you. I'm your eyes <laughs> oh, they are sweet. gorgeous. So are yours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> wow. Um yeah, I mean I think I have a more of a commercial look to me. Like I can definitely be selling products easily, mm-hmm. you know, um whereas, you know, high fashion guys will be selling clothes or just very like Look now, I've seen the headshots, so you need to stop beating yourself up. Go okay. pose for Vogue, Italia. Right. Okay, okay. You can do it. Okay, I can see it. All right, I'm gonna just do it before before I turn thirty. Okay, good. <laughs> so you were um, saying that you got. Um, I don't want to misspeak. Mm-hmm. What was the What was the name of the um, 
I can't remember it now. I'm sorry. Uh, Gypsy or no. Newcastle beer? No. Fast forward oh. or rewind. Rewind. Yeah, I get that confused sometimes. We were talking about um, improving. Oh yeah, groundlings. Groundlings. Yeah. So, and what what is groundlings? Groundlings is uh, a school of improv. Um, it's where. Will Ferrell, Kristen Wiig, Lisa Kudrow, yeah, yeah, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, I just got accepted to that one um, this past year, which is great. Um, Nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited about that. Um, It definitely helped to be graduated from Second City too, because I already had the improv like state of mind. And Um, Second City is improv. Yeah, yeah. Short form. There's short form and long form improv, but uh, Second City is definitely short form. yeah, so I did that program, and then, yeah, I just got accepted to the Groundlings, which is great. I haven't started there yet, but I'm going to get ready to uh, start this next year. Um, but it's very character-driven improv, mm-hmm. um, making characters like Melissa McCarthy. You'll see that mm-hmm. she has just great character work. I love her. Yeah, me too. She's so awesome. She's so good. Um, so, yeah, that's that school, it's only in L.A., um, and it's probably the best school for, like, the most well-known school um, Mm -hmm. for improv um, in America. And so it's a school, so they teach you... How do you teach someone improv? Um, Basically, at the beginning of the improv sessions, you'll start off with games, um, just like a zip-zap-zop. You'll go around the around pointing to each other in the circle. And um, when you get pointed at you, zip, zap, zop around the circle. So it just gets you out of your brain and into your body a little bit more and just Mm -hmm. gets you to stop thinking about stuff so much. Um, Teaching improv, there's rules to it. There's like naming naming the relationship with who you're improving with. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, sister, we need to open the presents because dad's going to be home quick, or we need to rewrap the presents because we just opened them. You know, you kind of give some backstory to mm-hmm. what you're improving about. So the relationship is big. Where you are is a big thing too. Like we're here, you know, wherever yeah. you are, then there's, um, you know, what you're doing. Like, are we opening presents? Are we, mm. you know, are we making bread? So there's different rules. So the audience knows what is going on. Cause mm-hmm. if we just stand up here and, you know, they're not going to know who we are until we say you're my sister or you're my aunt or we're, you know, best friends or mm-hmm. siblings. Um, but then also there's no questions. You can't, ask, you don't ask questions in improv because once you ask a question, it's like, it's like, you're my sister. And you say, what? And it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, like just takes you out of it completely. So you don't ask questions. Um, and it's always yes. And so you say, I say, you're my sister. You say, yes, and we're best friends or yes, and I hate you. Like, mm-hmm. So it's just you always agree to your partner and then add another thing. So it's like a gift. And yeah, every time you add something else, it gives your partner something to work off of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what does this mean for your career being in this new school groundlings? Absolutely nothing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, maybe. No, um, I feel like so many people go through the school, too. So it's really it's just what you make of it. Like, for me personally, I'm just so glad that I get the opportunity to learn these kind of things and these mm-hmm. skills um, that can support me. I, you know, it could be that I get through the first base, you know, the first level of the basic program and they say, sorry, you have to repeat again. Or if you repeat one more time, you can't be go on to the next level. So it's mm-hmm. very you know, cutthroat and the groundlings. Um, 
but it looks really good on my resume. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, I'm like really happy about that. I think that's what helps me get my managers. Huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a good thing. Um, so yeah, it's, it's good. And I get, I'm really happy about just learning the process of it all mm-hmm. and just really going into the character work of it all. Cause just yeah. letting myself go there and just not really, just not looking back and just letting it all hang out. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Huh. So do you, um, will you ever get the opportunity to meet some of the graduates from Groundlings? I think, yeah. Um, I was actually, uh, I met someone the other day in LA who basically said that she would see Melissa McCarthy all the time at, Wow. All the time at her place, and like she took a class, like a master class from Lisa Kudrow. So what? yeah, they're like around there, and I think that some of them teach sometimes too, um, and some of them are in like the Sunday Company, where that's like the best thing that you could be at the Growlings is have the Sunday show. Basically, um, mm-hmm. if you're in the Sunday show, it's like you're top notch. Um, so yeah, I think that they teach master classes, or the like. I was I actually saw um, Keenan. Um, yeah, Keenan Michael or Keegan Michael Key. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, from Key and Peel. I oh yeah, City. yeah. I saw them like last year. Yeah, like around a year ago when we were doing our show, uh, our graduate show for Second City. I saw them. He's so tall, Keegan Michael Key. I was like, mm. oh my gosh, you're like huge <laughs> and you're famous. I'll get out of your way. That is so cool. <laughs> yeah, it was super cool. But they go there to um, write their show. They go to the Second City up there to you know, do this stuff. And he's Keegan, Michael Key's like super adamant about improv and mm-hmm. being from second city. And he's from Detroit originally. Um, but he's very like adamant about improv and mm-hmm. second city. And cause he's a comedian, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I listened to Aisha Tyler, um, her yeah. podcast yeah. and she speaks a lot about improv. You know, she's a comedian mm-hmm. and I believe she's now on whose line is it anyway? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get her and the girl from scandal, Carrie Washington. Yeah. Them, they yeah. look a little bit alike. You think so? A little. <laughs> <laughs> Same type. Maybe. Yeah. They're both cute. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of comedians mm-hmm. take improv classes. Yeah, definitely. Well, there's like stand up comedy and, then there's improv comedy so improv you're working with a partner mm-hmm. so it's a little like you have someone to fall back on mm-hmm. which is nice um and then stand-up comedy is very you're, you're straight all, up yeah. by yourself yeah which yeah. is cool there's both you know there's good aspects to both of them um i think improv really helps with the acting chops and stuff um mm-hmm. and then the stand-up comedy i think that it's a certain art in itself definitely mm-hmm. just kind of wing it I don't know I, that's super in, that really interests me too doing the stand up comedy stuff I would love to get into that really yeah I think it would be awesome I think I might not be bad at it just kind of like letting it all go and just saying and be, being blunt about it and mm-hmm. yeah I think huh. it would be fun I, I'm not funny See, I I don't know if that's true. I feel like you could you could be funny. You're you think, funny. No, yeah. no, no. I do. I know some people who are like hilarious, yeah. and I I have a friend actually who's a comedian in New York, mm-hmm. and she takes a lot of improv classes. Really? And I can imagine. I've never gotten to see um, her shows since she's like become mm-hmm. more in tune with her craft. Mm-hmm. But I can only imagine. Like yeah. she is hilarious really? already, and well, then she's trained. She's been doing that for a while, true. so you know, 
But you can, yeah, you can totally do that. Okay, if you fine. Just take, yeah. My first show, I'll call you. Yeah, you should. <laughs> totally. I'll sit in the audience and just love it. <laughs> Improv shows are so fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how often then um, will you be able to do a show at Groundlings? Um, I, pro- uh, they'll probably never let me do a show. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> That's like, oh. Um, but I feel like, yeah, it takes a long time. I feel like you have to go through a certain amount of program, like, they have three different levels and 12 classes, 12 courses in each level. So I think that maybe at the end of the first level, I'll be able to, um, so this is like real school. Yeah. This is for real school. Like going back to undergrad school. Yeah. Basically like I'm, it's the same thing. Like I, I wish I could get financial aid for it, but it it just won't happen. Like it's, yeah. And it's like a pretty penny too. It's not cheap at all. Like it's full blown, like, courses on that stuff yeah it's definitely wow. the most and in, intensive very intense mm-hmm. so you must be like a reg regularly booking shows or movies then or do you have a side job or how are you oh, yeah. living what's a day-to-day life for you well i um i wake up and then i try to be active physically and get my blood flowing and then um honestly like I think about my career all the time. Like, mm-hmm. it's never not on my mind. Are you like a, a Rachel Berry from Glee? Uh, I don't think I'm... I don't know. I don't sing that well, so that's hard to <laughs> say. She's a great singer. Yeah, oh my she gosh. is. Um, yeah, I think that with, like, thinking about it, it's like you're always wondering to know how you can be more active in your career. Um so basically, you know, I'll, I'll wake up and I'll see if I have an opportunity for the day, if my, you know, touch base with my manager, see, you know, what I need to do to further those, um, those things. Cause it's never, you're never stagnant. It's always, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. Um, so yeah, like I'll usually just wake up, go to an opportunity if I have one, hopefully I have one. Um, and then I'll go to my night job at the end. I work at a restaurant. Um, so yeah, it's basically... The day in the life. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an artist, right? Yeah, yeah. It's Just definitely... trying to make ends meet. Yes, very much so for now. And then, you know, once I pay my dues, I know it'll all, all oh, come yeah. into place. <laughs> so how often do you audition? Um, on a good week, um, when I'm really busy, I'll say anywhere from five to six opportunities um, mm-hmm. in the week. Um, and then on a slow week, it'll be none. None at all. Yeah, it's so interesting. It's very, there's nothing steady about this, you know, career. Like, Mm -hmm. it all comes to an end, like, whether you're in a show, whether you're in a movie, nothing's guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's, yeah, sometimes I get no opportunities where I'm like, what am I doing? Or, you know, hey, agent, can Mm -hmm. I get an, can I get an opportunity? (laughs) So, yeah. So, okay. Being an actor pushing that aside who is Eric like what do you do for fun besides acting gosh that's what I love to do it's so interesting that you asked that but I love that's that is fun for me wow it's so much fun um I love dancing too I mean it's so funny because I was at this opportunity for a commercial and there was another commercial going on right next door and the the girl comes out and says it was for a bunch of little girls and so the lady comes out and says okay we want you to tell us what you want to be when you grow up and we don't want to hear anything like 
acting or dancer, but, you know, like maybe like a nurse or like something that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, that's so sad. Like, mm-hmm. why are you telling them not, you know, I realize it's just for an opportunity, but you know, it's what they love to do. So, um, that's what I do for, I mean, the, there's business wise, but I do do that for fun. Um, I also like to just, you know, hang out with friends. I like to be active, get my blood flowing, um, be out in the, in the nature and stuff as much as I can in LA, you know? Um, yeah. Reading books, always just working to better myself as a person. Mm-hmm. I think it's important. Um, yeah. So what's the, what's the difference between living in LA and living in New York as an actor? Um, New York, you don't need an agent. You don't need a manager. Um, you can walk up off the street and go into an open call for like a Broadway show mm-hmm. and most likely be seen um, by people who are casting, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in LA, you need an agent, you need a manager to get you in the door or otherwise mm. you, it's all behind closed doors. Um, they will not see you. You can't even get in the building. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's the biggest difference I think between uh, New York and LA and also the weather. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. LA is beautiful. And uh, yeah. What's the weather like now? Um, in LA? Yeah. It's actually, this year it's been kind of more wet, but I think it's because of El Nino, but oh. it's like beautiful. It's like, it's actually the same kind of weather as it is here right now because it's pretty warm right here. Yeah, it is. Um, but it's 60s. Yeah, like okay. low 50s maybe. But yeah, So coming home wasn't too bad. No, it's actually like really nice for the first time yeah. in a long time. It's usually like miserable and cold and I really don't, you know, mind going back to L.A. But this time it's been really, really pleasant you know what i think mm-hmm. the weather knew that you were coming because just two days ago three days ago it was awful it was 18 oh gosh mm-hmm. i don't miss that at all no. like yeah. not at all can i just make some room for me yeah, totally. can I you can always fit in your suitcase whenever you want yeah. okay thank you. you you know i've never been to la I've you been, haven't no i've been to san francisco okay yeah. yeah but i've never been to la la the yeah it's I love it. It's beautiful. The weather's so nice. It's. I heard it's only like three percent of land has the climate that LA has, mm-hmm. and LA is like one percent of that mm. land. So it's it's just very small amount has the climate that LA has. Um, yeah, the the weather makes up for all the silly people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, most of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> So how's it been? I mean, you you just got back in town yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Being back home with your family, yeah. do you see any acting opportunities while you're here or um not business related, um but basically the work is always I'll always be taking my stories with me and my scripts um mm-hmm. that I'm working on and just, you know, keep working on them here. Um it's nice being back here cuz I can actually hear myself think. Um, so it's nice to like have my imagination be able to wander and not yeah. have any other energy blocking that. Yeah. Um, if that makes sense. So it's been, it's good. Yeah. I'll, I'll still work on my stories, but the business, that's, what's so not great about it is just that I wish that, you know, I wouldn't change anything in my life for the world, but I would just wish that, you know, my family and the town mm. or the city that I wanted to be in kind of had the same thing. Like I wish that. Indiana was the, you know, entertainment capital of the world. It would make life so much better, you Mm -hmm. know, so much easier. You know, that's the hardest part is being away from family and friends and, you know, 
uprooting yourself so far away and Mm -hmm. that's so hard it's so tough um yeah I just wish it could be in Indiana but I don't see that possible yeah (laughs) I mean Indiana West Lafayette Mm -hmm. is gorgeous I love being out here Mm -hmm. especially because like you were saying it's so serene you know you're away from the hustle and bustle of New York I mean not that I'm in New York all the time Mm -hmm. but I'm from Louisiana, and we have now our um, music, uh, music, our movie industry is is building. Yeah, they do. I heard that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that people go out there to film because yeah. there's so much, and it's just so prolific right now. Yeah. Atlanta, Louisiana, mm-hmm. they filmed True Detective down mm-hmm. in Louisiana. Like, I was actually thinking before I got this, like, right before I got this agent this year, I was like, if I don't get an agent, I think I might move to the South in Atlanta or Louisiana what? to get, yeah, to get um, an agent so they could be getting me, like, because the, the competition isn't, isn't that horrible out as much as it is in LA or New York. So mm-hmm. they can get you those, like, especially for me, getting those credits that I need to further so I get the credits in Louisiana I can come back to LA and they're like oh this guy has a you know these credits on his resume let's Mm -hmm. give him a chance you know give him more of a chance but yeah it's interesting I was like I think I should go to LA or I mean Louisiana LA the other LA yeah the other LA Mm -hmm. but that didn't happen I'm it's so interesting that every time that I have been so down in the dumps about like not getting work or like mm-hmm. not getting what I want or just being in the same spot for too long. Something always happens mm-hmm. and I get that bite where it's like, I'm supposed to be doing this. Yeah. Like it might not be exactly how I imagine it or how I want it, but mm-hmm. it's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said something earlier. I can't remember exactly what you were saying. Um, but basically like being an artist and you're struggling, but yet it's so fulfilling because you know in the end, even if you're 70 years old winning in your first no. Oscar, you know, you know that it's it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I never, I kind of always imagined that my life would be this way, uh, but now being inside of it, it's more of a struggle than I imagined it would be. Um, mm-hmm. But it's a joyful struggle, so... You know, I love what I do, and it's like, if you love what you do, then it's it doesn't matter if you don't make money at it, mm-hmm. or at the time, you know, it kind of sucks sometimes right. if you don't make money, because you would love to make money at what you do, but I know that, you know, I have many years to do that, like, as a man in Hollywood, um, almost 30, is this is the time where my career is going to start picking up, and mm-hmm. on the other hand, as a female, uh, in almost 30 this is the time when they hit a little bit of a slump you know mm-hmm. which is so interesting to me and I don't agree with it hmm. I don't think it's right I think it's actually completely wrong but um it's it's just super interesting and I just know that you know I'm on the right path and I might not get you know my big break or like consistent work until I'm 70 but I still have to do it because it's like that's the only thing I just have to strive, you know, I just have Mm -hmm. to keep trying or keep trying to survive basically, Mm -hmm. um, persevere. That's what, that's the word. Yeah. Yeah. So what step in your career do you think made the biggest impact? Hmm. I would say probably moving to LA. Hmm. Yeah. I think that just completely shifted, Mm -hmm. um, everything for me. Um, yeah, I would say that. I think that 
that probably would be, and taking this class that I started to take with Diana Castle at The Imagined Life. Um, she's just well known in LA as one of the best acting teachers, and there's a reason for that. So that just completely, like, I wouldn't be able to be booking jobs or to, you know, be even talking right now if it weren't for mm-hmm. her her way of working and teaching me and it's so fulfilling as a human being and as an actor Mm -hmm. um it just yeah I would say those two things the class that I'm in now and uh moving to LA Hmm. yeah so are there any actors actresses or anybody not in film who's influenced your life not in film yeah, maybe you said earlier that um, your aunt. Yeah. Yeah, she basically started your career. Yeah. She um, she was a superintendent or, or something. Well, um, it was yeah, it was basically my aunt and then um, my uncle's sister mm-hmm. and my mom. Pretty much, my uncle's sister is the superintendent's okay. wife. Um, so she, my aunt, and then. It's so confusing, isn't it? My aunt and then my uncle's sister. So basically like my aunt-in-law, I guess. Um, yeah. Something like that. Uh-huh. Um, they, yeah, she, I remember they, they're the ones who told me, they're like, I think you would, you know, my mom telling me, your Aunt Sandy wants you to go to this, you know, program at Civic Theater. They, mm. She thinks that you'll be good at it. Like, she thinks that you would enjoy it. Um, it seems like a perfect fit. So... Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't even think about it before then. And then I took their advice and I went. And then after that, I kept getting into it more. And they persuaded me to, through the celery stick, yeah. to uh, go to the, the better program high school for uh, music and for, you know, acting and stuff like that. So, yeah, I was kind of coerced into it by my <laughs> artist aunt. <laughs> She's such an artist. Well yeah. Well, aren't you lucky? I am lucky. Thank uh-huh. goodness. That's why I'm saying, like, my family has always been so supportive of yeah. that and just been, you know, always open to it and, you know, more power to me for being an artist. Mm-hmm. So do you ever invite them out to L.A.? Just... Yeah, well, when the time comes where I'm in a big, in a nice show that I could uh, share with them, then mm-hmm. that's, I think, when the time will come. Um, but yeah, that'll be, that'll be a fun time. I yeah. can't wait for that. Huh. So what about any actors or any actresses you look up to? Yeah, I look up to, uh, we talked about her before, Frances McDormand. Mm-hmm. I love her. Um, I also look up to this actor named Ben Wishaw. Um, he was in this show I saw on Broadway called The Pride um, with Hugh Dancy um, and another actress, I forget her name, who's amazing. Um, that's when I just really... I watched his acting and I was just like, you're awesome. Like, mm-hmm. you're so interesting. You're, I just want to do what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would say those two, um, there's a lot, I mean, there's so many good actors right now. There's so much stuff on TV and so many people yeah. just like really doing well. I feel like it's like all known, like everyone knows how to act now. I feel like, <laughs> well, I don't, <laughs> you could, uh-huh. <laughs> you <tried>. <laughs> You were saying earlier, and I wanted to say it then, but it just slipped my mind until mm-hmm. now, um, about improv mm-hmm. and how actors really come alive mm-hmm. by understanding how to improv. Leonardo DiCaprio, I read in Django that there's a scene where he smashes his hand 
um, on the glass or something like that. And he actually cuts his hand like oh, for real. It's not wow. pig's blood. Yeah. And he stays in character. And it's like, wow, mm. to know that. And he still hasn't gotten an Oscar. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? I think it's so interesting. I mean, awards are, you know, they'll all, I mean, most of the people I think um, would say that it's just, you know, it's so interesting. You get, you get all the best people in the same race for an award. It's like, mm-hmm. it's so, it seems so crazy, you know, like, I just think it's, it's, it's so crazy. They're all amazing at yeah. what they do in different ways. It's like, and then you try to like, compare them it's, mm-hmm. it's so interesting to me i mean of course what fun would it be if we didn't have the oscars right. but yeah so and dressing in gorgeous right. gowns that's what that's what's so interesting about it there's like two aspects to it especially living in hollywood uh is that there's like that aspect of it of mm-hmm. like just the whole image of it then there's the aspect of the actual work which is super interesting it's I always just I'm always like watching the red carpet shows and I'm like really <laughs> like you're worried about the dress when she's an amazing actress yeah. like but yeah it's so interesting that you know it's just inter- like Leonardo DiCaprio could be in a race with one person that year who made a film that people enjoyed you know just a little bit more or the people in the academy enjoyed mm-hmm. enjoyed more so that's the reason why it's just like it's timing it's so interesting. I, he's probably going to get nominated again this year. I hope so. Yeah, The Revenant, that movie, he's probably oh. going to get nominated for that with Tom Hardy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Yeah, he's and I hope super he good. Wins. Yeah, he, he'll win. It's like Kate Winslet. She kept getting nominated over and over, mm-hmm. and then she never... And then she finally won for... What was that movie she won for? I forget, but she won, so that's good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're putting it out there, Leonardo. Yes, come on, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... And let's say... Five years. Mm-hmm. We can say a year, five years, okay. however many years you want to take. Where do you see yourself? I still see myself in L.A. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't see uh, myself having the option to live anywhere else right now. Okay. Or in five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I see myself in L.A. I, I'm giving myself 10 years, probably 20 years. Okay. Uh, but 10 years to really, like... Um, yeah, like hope that something happens, like mm-hmm. something big happens where I can, you know, because right now it's okay because I'm like 28, but I'm getting, as I get older, it's kind of like, you know, insecurities aren't the greatest, mm-hmm. you know, um, getting older. But then also like I'm getting older where I'm like, what else can I do? Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have any other attributes where like, I mean, I could, but I I've gone to school for this. It's like kind of like what Naomi Watts said. She was like, you know, at at 31, she was like, oh, I was realizing like, should I do this anymore? Like I should probably quit. And she's like, well, there is no plan B. Like this is what I do, you know, Mm -hmm. like I shouldn't quit. And luckily she didn't. She's doing great, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that uh, perseverance is like huge. I don't know. I can't see exactly what is going to happen. I have a feeling that something is going to happen where I'll get the opportunity to work really really hard and do really great work and that'll be shown and that will shift my career somehow mm-hmm. um i still have to keep hoping for that um and keep that in mind that it only takes one thing yeah for it to be seen or to you know shift an entire career so mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I see myself still in LA, still doing the same thing. Okay. Hopefully with a few more followers on Instagram. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, please just stay in LA until I can come visit. Yes, please yes, do. I would love to lay out on the beach and then go see you on stage yeah, somewhere. It would be fun. Yeah. It would be a lot of fun. They have the most beautiful beaches. <sighs> Malibu is beautiful. Oh. You would love it. You would love it. Oh. There's like no humidity, so you won't. Oh have to my like gosh, my hair would be. Yes. Oh, You'd not love that, it. Not that I didn't just cut it all off. <laughs> oh, it was longer? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Then um, I was like, let's just get rid of it. Yeah? Whatever. How long was it? It was pretty long. Really? Like, if I were to straighten it, it would have been I was down to my boobs. Yeah. Um, nice. But then I decided. You, and you went short. I, all looks the good. way. Thank you. Looks great. I try. Yeah. You don't have to try so hard. You look good anyway. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now we're gonna do a little. This is this is kind of fun. Okay. Cool. I have so many Sky Miles. I like to give them away. Oh. Not really. So stop (laughs) looking like that. I'm going back to LA. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So. I'm giving you this ticket. You can go anywhere in the world because, you know, Amps Connected, Connect with the Podcast. We travel. We connect with artists all over the world. So I'm giving you this plane ticket. You can go anywhere in the world, and you can also connect with anyone sharing your art. Where are we going, and who are we connecting with? Wow. Is it for connecting with art? It can yeah. be whatever you okay. want to do. Let's see. I would say, because I've always wanted to go to Thailand. Okay. I want to go to Thailand and zip line. Hmm. Um, and yeah, that's what I would want to do. And connecting with someone about art. Do they have to be alive? Nope. <laughs> like, I, there are no rules for nope. this. Nope. <laughs> you know, this, uh, my, my Sky Miles, they can do anything. Oh, we can bring people exciting. back and Very cool. summon the gods, whatever yeah. you want to do with them. I would probably say I would love to go to Thailand with Ben Wishaw. Okay. I would probably pick his brain um, and just, I know it'd be about, it would be about acting. He'd probably be like, oh, mm-hmm. get, me, get me away from this guy. He's talking about acting again. Um, but yeah, I would just, just pick his brain as a human being too mm-hmm. and just see what what it entails for him and what gets him going as like a creative person mm-hmm. and what gets yeah. you going? Good writing, dancing, yeah, dancing especially. Um, I was just telling my aunt that I, you know, she was mentioning how she gets cranky when she doesn't do her art. Mm. Um, and I realized that after like three years of, it's been like two and a half, three years since I took a dance class, um, I was just the anticipation of going to the class was worse Mm. than actually going. Like I was like, do I still have the right body? Am I young enough? Am, is my brain going to tell my body what to do still? Um, so once I did that, it's like, that's what makes me so happy. Like Mm. it just, it's like a physical aspect and a mental thing and it's an art. So I think that dancing is really what gets me, Mm-hmm. gets me going and makes mm-hmm. me like really really happy and just have a better outlook on life and mm-hmm. yeah it's just I think I do get cranky. I get into this like mood it, it, yeah it was for like the last year I was like what am I like what is this mood <laughs> and then you know now mm-hmm. nah, just answered all the questions getting back into class and just doing that yeah I understand that yeah um when I'm away from music for mm-hmm. too long I, I can feel it in my soul. Yeah. And I tell people, 
I need some live music to rejuvenate my soul. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, my friend uh, Grace, she's like, I need live music. It has to be live yes. too, right? Yes, yeah, yes. Definitely. Nothing like live music. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're in Thailand. Why Thailand? I've always, like, I see people zip lining um, mm. sometimes, and I just, and I, there's like markets there, like the colors and mm-hmm. just the whole. I just want to check it out. Like, I think it'd be so cool to go there and just do all their different stuff, like swim and their ocean and Mm -hmm. especially zipline. I really like, I would really love to zipline. I feel like they have elephants there too. That would be like, just like walking around on the market and I'd be like, Oh cool. Let's ride a, let's ride an elephant (laughs) to the market. Um, yeah, I think Thailand just cause it seems so intriguing. And, And when I saw pictures or when I saw it on like this travel show, I thought it was just so interesting and it looked just like I can find some cool stuff there like to bring mm-hmm. back like something cool to wear some kind of jewelry or something yeah. like fun a keepsake something mm-hmm. from there and the culture just seems so different and so you know out there from what I'm used to that it would be a good trip for me to go out of the country for like that would be my first choice maybe Europe too because I'm like I probably have some roots there that I might need to check out but yeah Thailand seems fun yeah <laughs> and the actor Oh, the actor, yeah, Ben Wishaw. Ben Wishaw. Yeah. Why Ben Wishaw? I think it was from when I saw him in The Pride on Broadway. Um, it, I connected with him. I, I saw myself Zing. in him. Yeah, yeah, it was so like that. So, I yeah, I connected with him, and I just knew that something I want. I think I even wrote, like, a letter to him and didn't mail it. Like, I was like, you're so awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, fangirling out. And, like, uh-huh. so like, you're so cool. And, like, I would love to know more about you and, like, mm-hmm. what gets you going and, like, what, you know, how you go about it or where you trained or, mm-hmm. you know, what your take on the whole thing is. Um, he was also in Cloud Atlas. I don't know if you saw Cloud Atlas. No. That was one of his more recent um, ones with Tom Hanks and Halle Berry. Um, he was the composer in that. Nice. Um, or the composer's like roommate or something but yeah it's just he's super vulnerable to mm-hmm. very vulnerable to to circumstances I think it would be interesting to just talk to him as a human mm-hmm. yeah <sighs> Eric Allen Smith yes this has been awesome yeah so much fun awesome Thank you. so do you have any upcoming projects I'm waiting to hear back um, from this. There's this um, movie called Waiting in the Wings, the musical. Um, okay. And this is the sequel to Waiting in the Wings called Waiting in the Wings, Still Waiting. Um, so I went out for that a couple weeks ago, and he said we might not know until the beginning of the year. So, mm-hmm. you know, that always happens, and I don't hear back. So I'm not going to get my hopes up oh, too no, much. no, but... no, 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 no. <laughs> Connectors connectors we're sending positive yes. vibes I sending hope. positive that'll vibes. be another imdb credit yes <laughs> yes that's fine yes 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 <laughs> well i'm so excited oh, for you. you i'm excited for your career i know thank big you. things are happening for you um where can we find you on facebook Inst- you did mention you have instagram yes i have instagram it's eric allen smith official um 
Yo, he's official. official. For real. When you put official on the end, it must be true. It's true. <laughs> you are you're an actor. Yeah. And you have a Tony, uh, uh you want a Tony? Okay, yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. A Tony, an Oscar, an Emmy. Yeah. What else do we want? Um, yeah, those sound great. I think that's enough. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Eric Allen Smith official yeah. on Instagram. Where else can we find you? I'm on Facebook as well, Eric Allen Smith. Um, I need to get on Twitter because I think I my agent's going to be like you need to get a Twitter account but I just yeah I need to get Twitter um, and then where else was I um, I think that's about it and then we can find you on IMDB yes check them out yes. check them out on, um, yeah IMDB Eric Allen Smith Okay. Yeah. Well, connectors, this was so awesome connecting with Eric Allen Smith. You know where to find me. You can email me info.amsconnected at gmail.com for any questions about Eric Allen Smith. Or if you want to just connect with me, if you're in Indiana, I want to connect with you. All right. That's enough talking. See you later. Thank you, Alexi. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye. See ya. <laughs>